0: Hey, this is Self-Life Love with Dr. K. Hello, everybody. I hope everybody's doing okay. I know that, you know, life can get so just up and down and, oh my gosh, it can really be like a whirlwind. You really have to be thankful for the good days also the bad because you know what it's something about bad days they just really help to shape who we are and we really can't avoid it we can't avoid bad days at you know and all we have to really do is think about how things can be much worse when you think about other people and the things that people are going through how things can be worse than the things in your life right now i mean something can always be worse or someone has always had experienced like a rougher time or, or just something way worse than what you're going through now. Not to really minimize what you're going through, but just to bring some just wisdom about where you are. And I know I talk a lot about ups and downs. I think that's because that's my purpose. I have been thinking about self-life love, love, over like the past few weeks, and I really was wondering what God wants to do with me. Like, what is this self-life love all about? What is he wanting me to do with this purpose? Because I know that this is a part of it, but my answer in what I received was that he wants me to talk to the broken the dirty Christians, the people that aren't the perfect ones that tend to get judged or dismissed, the ones that are really good to people, but sometimes people aren't so good to them, the people that are struggling to find a sense of self-worth, dignity, or purpose. Also the ones to question who they are in, in their existence. And I think when you dissect my statement of self-life love and it's talking about nurturing your self, life love and how when you nurture that it really contributes to your overall sense of self as well as your understanding about your purpose and your existence and when you understand who you are when you can really embrace your authentic self then that is what people see of you that is how you are portrayed in your lifetime not to say it's not going to be hard or people are going to question that Because, you know, people are going to question you. The minute you start living outside the box, be prepared to be judged. And it it just comes with the territory. But why wouldn't you want to be yourself? Why would you just silence yourself, put tape over your mouth so you can't be who you are? I mean, for me, I'd rather not be here if I have to be someone that I'm not I've never felt like I've had to I've I've struggled about being who I am but you know when I found out I'm my best self and I'm more comfortable when I'm who I am and I can really embrace the good and the bad I can look in the mirror and say girl you should have did better than that or you messed up really you you know you hey you need to to shape this this area up a little bit or you know it's okay don't be so hard on yourself you're not perfect um I really can look in my in my mirror and in my reflection and I'm okay with it I really really am okay with it and I want you to be okay with it whatever you see whatever you feel let the chips fall where they may and let them land and you be okay with who you are. I wanted to talk a little bit about judgment. It is one of those things that we all try to avoid Um, and it's not possible. I mean, being judged just comes with being who you are. It comes with being you. It comes with the territory when you decide to live life and be free, spread your wings and feel liberated in doing so. It comes with that. It comes with the territory of being someone, being a leader, not following the crowd, Um, wearing what you want to wear, doing what you want to do, having a voice and not being silent. It comes with spending money if you want to, buying nice things going to school. It comes with trying new hobbies, new interests, going for things that most people are intimidated of. Um, It comes with so many things. But the one thing about judgment is that only one person can judge you. And that one person is God. Every year around Easter, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the Ten Commandments, you know, the story of Moses always comes on TV to get us prepared for Easter. And every year I end up watching it. I mean, it is a long movie. I mean, a long movie. You guys know it's a long movie. And I tend to miss something every year, but i learn learned so much every year because I've missed something. And the story of Moses is just fascinating to me. First off, big ups to Charlton Heston. Just, he was just so fine in this movie. And he played the part of Moses. I mean, for it to be made so long ago, it was, it's just a really good classic movie. And it teaches you about him, his story, his narrative, him being the vessel that he is. And for me, I believe we can all be a vessel. I believe that God is using me when he says dirty Christian, he's letting you all know that I know that I'm dirty, but I will love, I will tell you guys that I love the Lord wherever you are. I will speak boldly in it. And I welcome the judgment because I've had people judge me and say, well, if you're, if you love the Lord that much, how come you're doing this? How come you're still doing that? How come you're, you know, the questions keep coming. And my thing is this, why would I sit here and act like I don't love God? And I don't accept Jesus Christ. And, you know, just because I'm not perfect right now, I am saved, but I am not delivered by everything. And there are some things that I'm still working on. I am not coming to God as a perfect Christian. I'm coming to God as a child of God who loves him enormously, like a lot. And when I think about judgment, I think about this intimidating opinion or belief that someone else has of you. When I think about God's judgment of me, I am so content. You guys, let me tell you, I am so content about being judged by God because I know there are so many more pros than my cons. And I make that an effort. I really try and do more good than bad. You know, if I'm going to, let's say, get a glass of wine versus lie, I'm okay with that because getting a glass of wine, I think is way better than lying or stealing or not being honest about who you are or, or what you've done or coming to him like, Father, I know you, you saw me do it anyway. So honestly, why would I sit here and wait to be perfect? And that's my question to you. Why would you sit in your home, in your car, wherever you go, and if you're questioning somebody being bigger than you, if you're really wanting to have a, a, an existence, you know, something that you can connect to, that aligns with you, that carries you, that you can depend on, that gives you this sense of life and purpose and even being just breathing, why would you sit and wait until you're perfect? And some people think that. That's why they avoid going to the holy ground, the church, to fellowship with others who love the Lord because they're sitting there thinking that they're being judged because they're not perfect. That is my mission. My mission is to let people know that God is waiting on you. He's waiting on you. Come as you are. Go as you are because If you decide to just sit there and wait, every day you live is a day closer to your grave. And that's real. I'm not ready to die, and I'm sure most of us aren't. A lot of us, I'm sure, aren't. We have so much life to live, right? There's so many things we want to do. But the reality, it's inevitable. We're all going to die one day. We are. People die every single day. We don't hear about them but they do and every morning I wake up my eyes pop open I'm like okay there's another day I got what can I do with it Lord thank you hey how's it going you know I'm always talking to God because I know that the two gifts I get every day are my eyes and days to spend with my babies my my children my family my friends and just to to live life and to continue to walk towards my purpose That's important to me. But what what's also important to me is the fact that I know that God is watching. And I know that He's listening. And I know that He wants He wants me to do His work, but He also wants me to do good work. So when I'm gone and I leave whatever seeds and and whatever harvest that I've left here, I could go to Him and He can say, Well done, my servant. Well done my precious daughter and I will have the biggest smile just like my dad the biggest smile so I was kind of doing some research you know Moses was a man who was God's messenger he showed the people God's miracles he wanted them to believe and you know he was a man who had to kind of reconnect with who he was um, according to his story He was raised as an Egyptian, but he was born as a Hebrew, which were slaves. And when he found out that he was a Hebrew and not made of money, he chose the identity that God gave him because he knew that there was a purpose on his life. He murdered a man. However, God still used him. And. When he heard the Ten Commandments, and he heard that "thou shalt not kill," as one of the commandments, he still had to reckon with himself that God could still use him. Moses was not perfect. He didn't come to God in, as a perfect man, but he came to God, and God used him. So, when you think about being judged in judgment. What does the Bible say about judgment? Well, it says in Revelation 11:18 that there is but one judgment day. Both the saved and lost will be judged. In Romans 14:10 and 2 Corinthians 5:10, in Ecclesiastes 12:14 and 2 Corinthians 5:10, it says our works, both good and bad, will be judged. I am hopeful just with that good and bad you mean to tell me that I'm going to be judged on my bad and my good too that's why I say hey if I can come to God as I am and he can use me however he uses me now is not going to be how he uses me in five years so just think about that let that marinate a little bit in five years where are you going to be with if you continue to seek God's face every day And I say every day because it doesn't take much effort to do that. I mean, you could talk to him in your sleep. You can talk to him on your knees. You can, I mean, write in your journal. You can sing a praise of worship. You can go to church fellowship. You could sing in the car. I mean, just say, Hey, just talk to him. It's such an intimate relationship. I remember when I got saved, I was, I mean, I really didn't understand what was going on. And I thought that the minute I got saved, I was going to be perfect. But huh, what I found out was that was far from the truth. Like it's almost like the game gets a little, a little darker because you have to prove to yourself and to God that you believe. And even though you have these twists and turns, these peaks and pitfalls, you're still believing in God and You're still living your life. So what does that really mean? Uh, It means a lot because you're still living your life. So you're still learning. God is still shaping you. He's still molding you. He's still creating this vessel, this person. Can he use all of us? Yeah, I believe he can. I believe that each of us has a, a purpose. We have a designed destination. Our blueprint all looks uniquely different. Make sure you know what your blueprint is. Make sure you know your purpose. Make sure you know how God is going to speak to you. And so you can be a messenger for other people. It doesn't mean we have to be like Moses. We have our own story. We have our own chapter of our book. We may not be in the Bible, but we all have our own chapters of helping each other, having compassion and humility, making sure that we You know, bring each other up and not tear each other down. I'm so thankful for those in my life who lift me up. Even when I'm down, they lift me up, even when I've made mistakes. My girl three days ago said, Kendra, don't be so hard on yourself. You're not perfect. And I said, I know, but I've always been judged. This isn't a new path for me. I've always been judged. I've been betrayed so many times, I can't count. And I've always felt like I've just had to be better. But what I found out was I'm good enough. God can still use me and I'm not perfect. In fact, he uses me because I'm not perfect. He uses me to talk to the people that keep streaming my podcast. And thank you guys so much. I got to thank you every day because the, it's continuing to, to increase. I can't even get it out, but it's continuing to increase. and I'm so happy because I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it feels good to have people listen and, and believe in me. But this is coming from my heart, and self-life love is exploding. He really is directing my path, and he's putting a a light to my footprint, and I'm just following him. That's all I'm doing. He told me I had to be transparent. I used to cry about it all the time. Now I'm like, okay, God, bring it. You know what? Because I'm not perfect, and I don't want to be. I am thankful for everything that I've been through. I am thankful for everything that I've said. I'm thankful for everything that I've done, and I thank God for continuing to shape me, And to the person that I am, I'm thankful for those moments of being embarrassed. I'm thankful for doing things that I didn't want to do or I shouldn't have been doing. I'm thankful for God to even put a a mind for me to, you know, a question in my mind to say, Kendra, should you be doing that? Or, you know, should you have said that to that person? Or you could have been a little nicer to him or her. Or you need to forgive them. You need to forgive them. I know they betrayed you. You need to forgive them. Let me handle that. I am your shelter. I am your armor. I have girded you for a time such as this. Let me handle it. Let me handle it. And I let him. I let him handle anything that comes my way, no matter what it is. And I told you guys, I'm in the midst of a storm. I'm still in the midst of a storm. I still see debris all around me and I'm in the eye of it. But you know what? I'm in the eye of the storm and in the eye of the storm, it doesn't touch you. You know, it doesn't touch. It can't touch you. God will not let me sit here and get depressed. He won't let me cry for too long. He won't let me silence myself. He won't let me shut myself up so I don't praise him through it because I know he's going to take me through it. I know he's going to pull me away from it and he's going to pull me through it because there's there's a test in my test. There is a message in my mess and I know that. That's why I'm so thankful. God is so good. Don't y'all worry about being judged. Don't you sit there with a big question mark wondering what you're going to do with your life or is God real? You better figure it out. You better find it out. You better find his face. Seek him and seek him real good. You seek him. I don't know how long it's going to take you, but you keep doing it. Fast. I've fasted before. It's a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment. Uh, if I can fast in New Orleans during Mardi Gras, then you can fast. <laughs> okay. I fasted. I started with the Daniel fast and then I would fast and, and fast with my church. And some days, even if it's a three day fast, I mean, even if it's a mental fast, I mean, I'm not talking food. Daniel fast, it was like food and, you know, water and, you know, we could only do like certain foods. But sometimes you need a mental fast. Sometimes you need to take out the trash. Like certain things you can do to avoid toxicity. Delete people from Facebook. That's my fir- my next project. I'm going to delete people that don't serve me. You know? And sometimes you gotta think about it because I I, I enjoy Facebook, I really do. I'm not on it a lot, but it's a great way to connect and stay connected. But you really have to protect your peace. That's the most important thing is protecting your peace because it's hard out here. It is hard out here. And all of us, most of us are struggling. So protect your peace, protect where you are and don't worry about being judged when you're insecure in your space god cannot use you because what that will do is that will bring insecurities to those who are listening and following you so you have to be secure in where you are you have to stand firm stand bold and say god here i am so at the very end when he's counting up the good deeds and the bad deeds and the good works and the bad works He could see that your good works way supersede than your bad and that should keep a smile on your face. Start doing good, start making an effort, start talking to God, do the work. Don't sit there and wait to be perfect. You won't get there and the the clock is ticking. Whether we wanna believe it or not, the clock is ticking and one day it's going to ring and we're gonna be out of time. I say that because I want you guys to know God. He's been so good. He's been so faithful. He's a loyal friend. He's so faithful. And when I weep, you know, I'm not weeping now, but I told you before. Because I remember this lady called me the weeping prophet. And I said, I weep for everything. Then I had to look up the weeping prophet prophet and it was Jeremiah he cried for everybody else and I kind of do that too I have a lot of empathy that's probably why I'm a therapist you can't be a therapist without having empathy I have empathy for my clients I have empathy for myself and it's a great skill to have but you know I'm just I'm thankful that God uses me so I hope that this message has touched your heart and can help you to unlock it so that you don't sit there and wait for something that may never come. Don't wait on your boat. Go out and swim to it because it's not going to come on its own. You have to go get it. And when I was in pursuit of God and his love, I was in pursuit of it. I wanted it. desired it I was a dancer I was in the choir I fasted from a lot of things I did a lot of work and over the years I've just changed you know I've evolved into other things and I've went different paths but I've never let God go ever and he keeps me in his grip through it all And he continues to use me. And so I am honored. I really am. He said, Many are called and few are chosen. Scripture also says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And even though I'm in the midst of a storm and I'm being slayed, I am still going to trust my God. My God is a good and faithful God. He is amazing. He is full of wonder and miracles. He is amazing. Get to know him. Don't worry about people being judged because they need to to care about who's going to judge them. We all are going to be judged one day. But it's only God whose judgment really matters. Don't waste your time. Timing is everything and it's precious. And We all deserve to live, but we can live a a palette of beauty, a, a beautiful life, a glorious life, when we live life with God right beside us. So, God, it's about God. Moses, it was about God. It's about God.